Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative coming to you from an undisclosed location in the hills in the hollers of Signal Mountain. We've got stories about trying to stop the mass transportation of illegal aliens into our state and whether or not that's going to happen. This is still a, a developing story, although we've got a roadblock in front of us. Uh, we have got stories about uh, making sure that illegal aliens can't be harbored on state property. We have stories regarding transparency for social media platforms or not so much, cutting back on out-of-state money, maybe, maybe not, and we're going to get into softening the abortion ban in Tennessee. Did it go in a good direction or not? And finally, we're going to talk about state sovereignty and how Bill Lee opposes it because he loves federal money and toll lanes, toll lanes, for whom the bell toll, it tolls for thee. All right, guys, let's get right into it. If you uh, do not follow us on Twitter, please go there. Look for the Tennessee Conservative. You can see the little torch in the TC. That is us. Uh, also, uh, anywhere you get your news in places that is not radically censored, like we are on Facebook, and that would be Gab, Getter, Truth, Parlor, Rumble, and MeWe. You can find our content there. And, of course, search for Tennessee Conservative wherever you get your podcast. And, finally, do check out the Follow the Money Report at followthemoneyreport.com. It is an eye-opening report that uh, Mr. Jason Bond spent an inordinate amount of time putting together, and it reveals this massive conflict in our state between where the votes come from and where the money comes from, and it's not on the same end of the political spectrum. All right, guys, we're going to get right into these stories with lightning speed. First story, bill to stop transportation of illegal aliens stalls out in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, this is a developing story. From what I understand presently, this bill, which was going to make it illegal for the companies that have been busing and flying illegal aliens into our state by the truck and the busload, it would make it illegal for them to do that. Now, this bill got put into general sub. There's a little miscommunication. I'm hoping that this thing can be pulled out of General Sub. The individual who's responsible for doing that in the Senate is none other than Todd Gardenhire, who has been pretty much an illegal immigration proponent in Tennessee, even though he's a Republican. But I'm hoping now that some time has elapsed, just like on School Choice, where he sees that things aren't getting any better, they're actually getting worse, that he may now take the issue seriously and pull it out of General Sub. A bill intended to assist the fight against illegal immigration was set to be considered in the Judiciary Committee this week, but that legislation has now been put uh, to the General Subcommittee. Senate Bill 1150, sponsored by Senator Frank Nicely, aimed to remove exemptions from prosecution for the offense of transporting illegal aliens uh, for common carriers and those transporting individuals for religious purposes. In every case we have witnessed when bills are General Sub, typically they die. According to Nicely and according to Dennis Powers, uh, we should have this thing back out and have a possibility to have a vote on it in both chambers if indeed uh, Garden Hire will pull it out of the general sub in the judiciary. It's going to all be up to him. So if this bill dies at this point, as long as everything on the House side happens, there, you know, the, the blood will only be on the hands of one man, and that will be Todd Garden Hire, which it's happened so many times in the past, I, I would not be surprised to see a replay with it. Nicely sponsored a similar bill during the last legislative session, but it was killed once it reached that Judiciary Committee. 
uh, with five nays, including from three Republicans, and that was Todd Gardenhire, Senator John Stevens, and Senator Mike Bell, who apparently think that the mass transportation of illegal aliens into uh, our state is a good thing. Republicans think the mass transportation of illegal aliens into our state is a good thing. You can't make this stuff up. I know on paper and at a distance, Tennessee looks to be very conservative. But when you get in the weeds, when it really counts, when it's not about corporate money and about the general economic uh, welfare of our state, about issues related to abortion, school choice, illegal immigration, we often fall short of the mark. Next story, bill to prohibit harboring of illegal aliens on state-owned property passes out of subcommittee. So we'll at least get a vote on this one. A bill with the goal of pushing back against the harboring of illegal aliens on state property in Tennessee passed out of the House subcommittee this week. House Bill 1247, sponsored by Representative Dennis Powers, was heard in the House Departments and Agencies subcommittee on March 15th. During the meeting, Representative Powers gave an explanation of the bill to the subcommittee members. The bill creates a law which states that illegal aliens cannot be housed on real property owned by a state or political subdivision of the state. The state may withhold state funds from an entity that is in violation, Powers said. Following, Powers described the amendment which makes exemptions to the bill. The amendment will exempt illegal aliens from being housed on government property if it's in a hospital, if it's in a correctional facility, or in custody or guardianship, rather, of children's services or a special school operated by the Department of Education, Powers said. The bill uh, passed as amended by voice vote, A's prevailing. Uh, more than one no was uh, heard, but only by Democrat Bill Beck, uh, who requested to be voted as no, who apparently thinks we, we need to house people from other countries at your expense, who have not had any type of background checks. It's right here in Tennessee. The Senate version of the bill, sponsored by Frank Nisley, is scheduled to be heard in the uh, state and local government committee on March 21st. So we'll see if we can get that puppy out. I don't know how much that's really going to do to stop illegal immigration in the state. I don't think much. Our biggest opportunity was really that transportation bill. And it, it, we got a chance to get that thing at least voted on, but it's going to require Todd Gardenhire to pull it out of general sub at this point, I believe. I'll bring you more information about this as we know it. Listen, if you would like to advertise with the Tennessee Conservative, if you would like to reach the most politically engaged conservatives and the largest list in the state of Tennessee, yours truly can put you in front of those folks, the weird, strange few that actually care about what's going on in their state government uh, in a time where everyone only knows what's going on in Washington uh, because people love keeping up with things they have, uh, keeping up with things that they have no chance of influencing. Apparently, that's why I like state government. You can talk to your state rep, you can talk to your state senator, you can show up at the Capitol, you can help other candidates, you can get involved locally, and you can make a difference. You can make a difference, and we're making one here every day. And if you appreciate what we do, please do consider advertising. And you can do that by emailing news, N-E-W-S, at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. All right, guys, next story. Bill to increase transparency for social media platforms fails in House subcommittee. House Bill 1504, sponsored by Representative Monty Fritz, who is a conservative, aimed to require social media platforms to provide certain information about its content and data management, business practices, and acceptable use policy, uh, prohibit social media platforms from censoring the expression of a user who resides in the state based on a viewpoint or geographic location and impose other related requirements and prohibitions during the meeting. 
of the House Banking and Consumer Affairs Committee this week, there was some discussion among representatives about whether or not the bill would infringe on free market ideas, with Representative Kevin Vaughn noting he could not support the a bill because he was a free market guy. Kevin Vaughn's been a rhino on a number of things. You see his name pop up a lot. So if you're in his district, here's one to watch out for. Uh, and did not believe the use of social media platforms was forced on anyone and therefore not subject to their oversight. Conservatives like Kevin Vaughn, not conservatives, rhinos like Kevin Vaughn, who don't understand that if the conservative viewpoints and candidates are constantly censored on social media, we will turn around one day and we will not be allowed in the town square. Republicans were supposed to tidy this up at the federal level a long time ago, and they failed to do it. And so Republicans need to take action on this stuff. The censorship is only going one way. It's only hurting our party, and only the rhinos are the ones that want to continue to see the censorship. Representative Mike Sparks noted he would like to see the bill move to the full committee to hear a vote. After all questions and comments were completed, a voice vote was taken. Chairman Dennis Powers then asked for a roll call vote. The bill failed with four A's and five no's. Representatives voting against the bill were Republican Rush Bricken, Jeremy Faison, Johnny Garrett, and Kevin Vaughn. Voting with the Democrat, Karen Camper. When you see Republicans voting with Democrats, like Faison, Johnny Garrett, and Kevin Vaughn did, and Rush Bricken, these are your very weak, barely, barely Republican Republicans. You see this all the time. When, when the committee votes two different ways, and it's like the conservatives are voting one way, and then the rhinos and the Democrat vote another way. It just tells you everything you know. Who do you vote with? Who, who has the most consistent voting record of voting with Democrats? That kind of gives you the answer. Representatives uh, voting A, or yes, with Dennis Powers, Jody Barrett, Susan Lynn, and Mike Sparks. We have got uh, really three parties up in in Nashville. We got the Democrats, which are a small minority. We got the conservatives, which are a small minority. And in the middle, we got the rhinos. And I'm telling you, the more I report on this stuff, the more I'm just like, it's, this is just how I see it. And it's not because I'm making stuff up. It's not like I'm looking for it. I mean, they just, they, you, their votes tell the story. Next story. Bill to cut back on out-of-state campaign funding killed in committee. A bill to limit the amount of out-of-state campaign funding that state and federal uh, level candidates in Tennessee can accept was shot down by the House Elections and Campaign Finance Committee. House Bill 0388, sponsored by uh, Representative Dave Wright, would have prevented Tennessee candidates or political campaign committees from accepting contributions greater than 30% of their total received uh, from groups outside of the state. Present law places no limits on the amount of out-of-state uh, funding and candidates can accept running for campaign for office. The legislation would have ensured that the majority of campaign funding would be from in-state individuals, political action committees, etc. Senator Frank Nicely, sponsor of the corresponding Senate bill, summed up the driving force behind his legislation, saying money equals votes. And he's right. And that's why if you go to followthemoneyreport.com, that's followthemoneyreport.com, you will see that Republican leadership in Tennessee gets the majority of their money from outside their district. They get the majority of their money from special interests. Well, when your money all comes from special interest and all comes from outside of your district, when people call you about issues related to school choice, illegal immigration, etc., you got all these lobbyists coming into your door every other day, handing you checks to do the will of the large left-leaning corporations, and most rhinos are happy to do it. And the biggest rhinos in state government are at the tippy top. 
and everybody wants to curry favor with them. And so once they get up there, people start bending their principles, and before you know it, they've broken them. And it all has to do with the money, a large portion of it. Since the General Assembly website didn't record any of the voice votes, which is a travesty, the Tennessee conservative reached out to Republican subcommittee Tim Rudd, uh, Jeff Burkett, John Crawford, Clay Doggett, Esther Helton Hayes, Jerome Moon, along with uh, Democrat Larry J. Miller. At time of publication, only one uh, subcommittee chair rep, Tim Rudd, had responded. Tim Rudd told the Tennessee conservative his reasons for voting against the bill, saying it was not needed or warranted. Uh, number two, it put an undue burden on the candidate to keep track of percentages. Donations were even given uh, via mail or fundraising events, and existing fundraising limits are already very limiting, and he sees no reasons to further restrict them. Now I have people that go both ways on this. I've got a, a very good friend of mine who thinks it's okay and that actually probably helps conservative candidates running for statewide office. And then I have people uh, that are like Frank Nicely, that are like, we don't want people to traipse into our state who aren't true Tennesseans, who don't know anything about our state and they just run as carpetbaggers. I can see that too. All right, next story. Guys, listen, this is the story. We're at about 55% of our fundraising goal for March. I'm going to send out another email when I can get around to it. Uh, but we're only supported by about 5% of our listening audience, our viewing audience, our reading audience, which means 95% of people say they're conservative, but when it comes time to put their money where their mouth is, eh, not so much. That's how we have gotten to where we are. That is why uh, the Republican Party is controlled by left-leaning corporate interests, and it's because people back in the district Conservatives don't give the money and the time that they need to. You know, we complain, but we don't engage. So I'm going to ask you to engage. All your money goes directly to helping the Tennessee conservative. Brandon Lewis does not take a paycheck out of this at all. So please go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and picture it here. You will get a proud Tennessee conservative tumbler if you give $50 or more. And if you give uh, $10 a month or more, you'll also get a fantastic koozie to keep your drinks cold or warm, whichever you prefer. And we always send, somebody's calling me, who is this? This is Representative Brian Ritchie. Hold on a second. You're live on the Big Seven, Brian. I'll have to call you back. Okay. Take care, buddy. All right. He's a good one, conservative one. Actually probably getting something done up there. Anyway, when you give uh, more than $50 or $10 recurring donation, we'll send you those. But if you give any amount, we'll send you a proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker, a Don't California, my Tennessee bumper sticker, and a directory of all of your state uh, elected officials in the Senate and in the House. And uh, we are about to get some new merch. Uh, for those of you who have who, already gotten all the merch, uh, we have a new mug coming out that says Don't Feed the Rhinos and a bumper sticker that is accordingly uh, sloganed. So please go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, or you can mail your donations to 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. That is 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. If you don't see your checks deposited right away, sometimes I'll go out of town, and it, they may sit there for like a week. And then we get in there and take them to the deposit. It, it, it all gets in there, but sometimes we're a little slow. Because again, just like most of you who watch this show, I'm an individual citizen. I don't make money doing this. 
I keep up with it because I, I care about the United States. I care about Tennessee. I care about the state of our Republican Party, which is not very good right now in Tennessee. And we need to move it in a more conservative direction. So when push comes to shove, if, it, if it's like daddy hanging out with his girls or going on a trip or making some money and the money making business, often that takes priority. But I can't tell you how many hours I spend on this every single week. So if I'm putting the time in, you can put the money in. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Next story. Bill to soften Tennessee abortion ban passes committee, but with significant changes. On the 15th, a bill was heard before the House Health Committee that was initially designed to soften uh, the current ban on abortion in Tennessee. The bill was passed, but not without some significant substantial changes. The original legislation required the provider would have to prove the necessity of their decision to provide an abortion uh, through the use of an affirmative defense in a criminal trial. Additionally, it only required that the physician determine that the need of the abortion is based on the medical experience in good faith. Uh, the procedure could not have been avoided without costing the life of the mother. Constitutional expert Paul Linton said last month when we asked his opinion about the bill, he opined that it entirely rewrites the state law and in doing so creates an abortion law that would be in practice, if not principle, unenforceable. The result of the opposition to the bill, which weakening the abortion bill was primarily championed by Cameron Sexton. I'm going to say it again. He went down to the meeting, which he never does, to oppose Will Brewer and wave his finger in his face and sternly look at the camera as if the Tennessee right to life, which only scores how people vote, right? That's their whole objective. For people that care about the unborn, they score votes. And if you vote in a way that uh, puts the unborn at risk, they're going to give you a negative score. No different than the Tennessee Firearms Association. No different than getting in the Rhino report from the Tennessee conservative. It's all about your votes. You don't want to be scored negatively. Vote conservatively. Very simple. Very simple. But when you've got all that special interest money, like Cameron Sexton does, coming down there hot and heavy, then you got to do what? you gotta, you got to kiss the butts and lick the boots, or that money's not coming in. And they may not fund your run for governor. I mean, it, it's, a, it's an issue. And so you go down for the medical community and the medical lobby and the pharmaceutical companies and for the big corporate hospital lobbies and everybody who makes money doing this kind of nefarious stuff, and you go down there and put on a show. And you show those knuckle-dragging people who are pro-life that you're not going to have any of it. So Cameron tried to really rally his troops, but his troops actually know that people that keep up with abortion-related items are politically engaged. And so people are unlikely, even if they are rhinos and would like to see abortion on demand, and some of them do, they change their vote for political reasons. I don't care why they change their vote. I just want them to change it. The result of the opposition to the bill was an amendment was added yesterday that it essentially removed the affirmative defense language and exchanged it for a specific, specific rather, set of circumstances that included ectopic pregnancy and the removal of a fetus that had died, as well as circumstances that would result in the loss of or severe detriment of function, as those uh, would avoid the definition of criminal abortion as it is defined in the law. Also included is language that compels life-saving measures for the fetus, something that was not previously included in the initial bill. The sponsor of the bill communicated to the committee that the primary critics of the legislation, Tennessee Right to Life, was satisfied with the amendment to the bill and now considered it to be a pro-life bill. Uh, when the Tennessee conservative reached out to Will Brewer with Tennessee Right to Life, he had to say uh, the bill provides more clarity 
to doctors and mothers without weakening the law. There will be no more terminations under this new language uh, than are already allowed and necessary under the current law. So the committee passed the bill by a voice vote to the aid prevailing. But here's the thing that sucks so bad about all this. We have to continually find our own Republican Party to do the will of the people. It's no different than that, that vote to let Democrats vote in Republican primaries. Put the, put the image up if you want to, Jason, of the Republicans that voted to allow Democrats to vote in Republican primaries. If you got that image, just put that puppy up there. These are the folks that think that, that it's okay. We are constantly fighting against people like this and other folks in the legislature that just ran as Republicans because that's how their district is drawn. Many of them have voted in Democrat primaries in the past. I mean, just they're just they're Democrats, but they look around like, well, this is how my district is drawn. If I'm going to be, you know, introduced to somebody important at the next pancake breakfast, by golly, I got to pretend I'm a Republican, and so they do. We got to get rid of these type of people. They are ruining our party. They're not ruining it; it's already ruined. They have ruined the party. We need to get back to people that are principled, and by principled, I mean just voting the way Republican primary voters want. You can survey primary voters that are Republicans on legal immigration, school choice, everything else. And it's like 90 some odd percent of people want to see big changes in those areas in our state. But rhinos prevent it every step of the way. And we've got to get serious in 2024 about replacing these folks. Next story, and this is a perfect example. State sovereignty bill is opposed by the governor. If you're a conservative governor, why would you oppose state sovereignty? I'll tell you why. It's the same reason that Bill Lee kept us under a never-ending emergency lockdowns and executive orders and states of emergency is because of the federal money. Oh, Bill Lee, if it's corporate money or federal money, he'll take a steamroller to your constitutional rights and he will dispense with every campaign promise he ever made you. Go back and look. Look online if you want to. Google this. Bill Lee's 10, T-N for 10, T-E-N-N campaign promises. Look them up. See if he's delivered. Not on a, one and a half. The rest of it, he's, he's either not delivered or he's gone in the opposite direction. So here we go. Despite being red flagged by the governor's office, a bill that we created process by which the state could nullify actions taken by the federal government continues to make its way through both legislative branches House Bill 0726, sponsored by Representative Bud Holsey, would enact the Restoring State Sovereignty Through Nullification Act. The Companion Senate Bill 092 is sponsored by Senator Janice Bowling, one of the most conservative members of the Senate. And you can see she got removed from Deputy Speaker. We don't have anybody who's super-duper conservative in leadership in Nashville because they... they to, to climb that ladder, you've got to basically abandon your principles. And you certainly got to leave the district in, in the rearview mirror. When you start climbing that ladder, like it's all over. And so Janice Bowling, anything that she's carrying, I'm almost always for as a rule. I look into it, but there's somebody you can count on. A representative from Governor Lee's office was attendance when the bill was presented to the uh, House Public Service Committee on March 7th. Valerie Yancey was called on with the expectation that she would oppose the bill, but she opted not to, instead saying, I think I will live to fight another day. Thank you. And she walked back to her seat laughing. 
I'm here from the governor's office to tacitly say that we would rather have the federal government run things in here in Tennessee as long as we can make some money. Can we get some federal money? That's what that is. That's saying it without saying it. Those opposed to the bill said that they feared the state would lose federal money by even discussing the possibility of standing up to the federal government. However, Halsey stated every state has a natural right and duty in cases not within the authority of the Constitution to nullify of their own authority all assumptions of power by others uh, within their own state boundaries. Amen. Action was deferred on the bill in both chambers this week, now scheduled to be heard again next week. We need this. See, we, we have had several votes this session. The Republican primary bill. Um, the social media censorship bill. Where basically it's like a litmus test for the level of conservatism in the Republican Party in Tennessee. And almost every time when push comes to shove, they fail it. Fail it, fail it, fail it, fail it. And you don't have leadership pushing on any of this. They're, they're pushing rhino bills behind the scenes to help special interests increase their power to uh, make small businesses less competitive against them, to give corporate welfare to people. I mean, it just drives me nuts that, that we give millions and billions to millionaires and billionaires. And that during the lockdowns, the, the, the businesses that we really hammered, which didn't work, and the masks didn't work, and the vaccinations didn't stop transmission, but the state government spent money pushing it. We clobber small businesses in Tennessee, but we hand the taxpayer dollars from the poor and the middle class to these massive millionaires and billionaires. This is something that me and the Democrats actually agree on. We hate corporate welfare. I can't believe we're on the same side on something. It's terrible. And it drives me crazy when we have issues like this related to state sovereignty, that for federal money, we would give away probably one of the things that has kept our nation together for so long. We would abandon that principle for money. That's built in a nutshell. Next story. Tennessee toll lanes road funding bill advances in the, in the Senate committee. The Senate Transportation Modernization Act passed the Senate Finance Ways and Means Committee with a 10 to 1 vote and now we'll head to the Senate floor. Now, this, the toll lanes are something that I bet if you poll people, most people don't want them. They're like, we give, the government's got all this money. Can't we just build roads and let everybody drive on them? Now, here's a personal disclosure. Personal disclosure. I am personally, personally, for toll lanes. I don't think they're good from a government standpoint, and I think that they invite corruption. And for that reason, I think they're terrible. But, buddy, if there's a toll lane there, and if I can get somewhere quicker, I will pay the money. I will. I'll pay the money. Uh, anything that saves me time, just about, I will spend an inordinate amount of time or money on because I'm not, I'm going to be warm food here in 40 years. I need to get to where I'm going. So I'll do it. But from a uh, government standpoint, I'm against it. Personally, I will use them. But this is another thing that is wildly unpopular with Republican primary voters. But when the governor says it's bootlicking time, I mean, there's a lot of bootlicking going on. Senate Bill 273 will open the door for toll lanes operated by private companies to build new lanes on the state's highways and install tolling on those lanes. Senator uh, Becky Massey, Republican of Knoxville, presented the bill and said terms on the toll lanes will be negotiated. 
uh, giving an example of 80 to 20% split of the road construction costs with the private company, paying the larger portion, and then getting the first dollars that come from the tolls. Massey said uh, they will not just build it, they will have to keep it up to our standards. What are your standards, Miss Massey? Because I drive these roads, and I think the standards are pretty low. The companies cannot uh, be from our four restricted counties or countries, China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia. The companies can't be from China, Iran, North Korea, or Russia. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. It's heartening. Heartening that we would not be having companies. Uh, now, it's funny. Uh, oh, what's his face? If you can put his face up here. It, it, the name's escaping me here. The gentleman who voted down and killed the bill that uh, would have stopped the Chinese Communist Party from purchasing land in Tennessee. Just put that up there if you don't mind. This gentleman here, great work. Uh, Y'all remember that. If you're, if you're in his district, you need to share this around. Uh, people really, really want to make sure that the Chinese Communist Party can buy land in Tennessee. And I'm glad this gentleman uh, could help us out. If you put his name on the bottom of the screen, Jason, that'd be great. Massey said that the Tennessee Department of Transportation normally receives $500 million annually for construction, and the state has more than $26 billion backlog of road infrastructure work, which would take 52 years to complete using the funding if inflation did not exist. The bill includes a one-time contribution of $3.3 billion on TDOT's Transportation Modernization Fund to quicken road work. That number will be divided into approximately $750 million for each of the state's three grand divisions. It also includes a stipulation uh, to have electric vehicles be charged a $200 registration fee starting next year that will rise to $274 and then begin rising with the consumer price index up to 3% annually starting in 2027. Hybrid vehicles will begin at $100 and rise in costs starting in 2027. Whatever. Those are the stories, boys and girls. Those are the stories. So right now, I am doing this newscast again from my home because I'm again traveling and it takes me like an hour and a half between the time I get down and get back up to go to the studios in downtown Chattanooga. So sometimes I just do this from my house and the production quality is fantastic, as is the audio, as you can hear here. So I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to get a better setup for the house here. This is conservative citizen journalism. If you ever doubted that like we're some big media conglomerate and we're funded by the, the Koch brothers, whoever whoever the big money people are in Republican, we're not. We're not. <laughs> this is done with Brandon Lewis's laptop and a printer and some pieces of paper and a few conservatives uh, writing and following what's going on in the state government. And then many of you are subscribers, fantastic people that give grassroots support, send us articles. Uh, we are what the press was in the days of the revolution uh, when men in ink-stained aprons put down ideas on paper, and then those ideas, because they were true, and those ideas because they were noble, and those ideas because uh, truth has legs, and people know it when they hear it, if their eyes and hearts are open, the information travels and it grows. And that's what's happening here at the Tennessee Conservative. Our followers continue to climb, our subscribers continue to climb, our relationship continues to get closer with our subscribers because week after week, we give people news that the liberal corporate media will not give you, and we uh, combat the lies from the rhino Republicans in our state because they'll lie to you as soon as look at you. I'm talking like I, I just don't like it. If you're going to be for something or be against something, just be for it like it says in the Bible. Let your yes be yes, let your no be no. Don't be shuffling your feet and whispering things and all that stuff. 
I guess that's good politics, but I don't like it. I prefer somebody just to say, you know what, I'm for toll lanes, and here's why. Okay, we can, we can agree with that. I'm for illegal immigration, here's why. I'm against giving kids and failing schools an opportunity to get out of them. Here's why. Fine. But don't soft-pedal stuff as if you're for it, and then when the opportunities come to do something about it, uh, you, you don't participate in that. I don't like that. So where am I going this weekend? This is the part that I notice. Sometimes people just tune into the last part of this just to find out what I'm doing. I know, so I can't leave you bereft uh, without telling you. So... We're about to hot foot it. I'm going to get in the car. I've still got to pack stuff up. Oh, I've got so much to do. I hate leaving when I've got a bunch of stuff to do, but it seems like I never run out of stuff to do. And we're going to go to Asheville. We have got a um, very rare opportunity uh, to get some babysitting this weekend, which is what I'm always having a hard time with. So sometimes people ask me to come speak uh, at places. I get lots of requests. I've got requests to go places this summer. I'm looking forward to making a West Tennessee run if I can. I just got to coordinate it all. Uh, I've got a few events that I'm going to be speaking at, I believe. Um, and a lot of times I just have to tell people no because I work. I don't make money at the Tennessee Conservatives. So I have to be careful with how much time I invest in it. And then like getting the kid watched. I want my wife to go with me if at all possible, but often she just gets stuck home with the kids. And sometimes I bring them all with me, but boy, that's, a, that's an ordeal too. So we got babysitting, babysitting, which is a rare commodity at the Lewis household. And uh, we're going to go up to Asheville. We're going to stay in a historic place uh, on the Biltmore grounds, I do believe. Uh, my wife and I went there uh, for our honeymoon. We actually stayed in a cabin out in the woods. And then we drove down to Asheville uh, to go to the Biltmore. And we've been there several times. I've, I've been on every tour that you could possibly go on out there. I love that place. It's big. It's massive. It's got lots of uh, impressive architecture. There's neat things to do there. Um, you know, when we built our home, uh, we built a new home that looks old because I love old classic architecture, uh, buildings like the Hermitage, uh, Mount Vernon, etc. They're just beautiful, beautiful and simple. Uh, now, the, the Biltmore is, is not simple, but it is beautiful. <laughs> it is rather large. So that's what we're going to do. And so we're going to go up towards Sevier County, Sevierville. I don't know if that's in Sevier County. I don't know what county Sevierville's in. I'm sorry. Write me nasty letters. But we're going to go up there. Uh, we have to drive two separate cars because Hey Hey, Aunt Hey Hey, needs a big old car. So we're going to have to take one of our big cars and the small car, and we're going to ride up there together. And uh, then we're going to come pick them back up on the way back and be at home. So I'm recording this prematurely. Uh, guys, I will have the mail bag next week, some of the mail piled up, uh, and I'll get that done. Uh, thank you for those of you who can continue to support our campaign in March. We just spend so much money. Uh, over and beyond what we typically do when the legislative session uh, is, is going on because we have to report on so much. And I got emails here recently from people. Did you know about this? Did you cover this? Why aren't you covering this? I'm like, well, we just ain't got the dang money to do it. We don't have the money. We don't have the manpower. And so there's some stories we just can't chase. And we have to be careful about what we print and what we write because um, we, there's only so many hours in the day and everything moves so fast. It just requires a lot of work. So this is Brandon Lewis with the TenCon Big 7. God bless you. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you are on Twitter, please do retweet this. Quote tweet it. Retweet it. Share it. Uh, and tell other conservatives about it. If, people, if you know a conservative who doesn't know what's going on in their state government, forward them our website. Ask them to subscribe. You know what we send out. You know, it's about an email a day. It keeps you informed. Uh, and occasionally, if there's a call to action, we're going to send you one of those. Occasionally, i got to beg you for money.
because that's what runs this place, right? We've got to put our money where our mouth is. We have to walk the walk in addition to talking the talk. Brandon Lewis here with the 10 Con Big 7. Love you, mean it. Talk to you next week.